0: iHeart does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at CallShe.com.
1: When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence
2: around every corner.
4: We're
5: always follow
4: the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow. Yeah, the money. yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard
0: on VCN. Top of the morning to you. Welcome in, Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Busy three hours lined up here on a Masters. Thursday, Nigel Sealy on the program in 45 minutes. Huge weekend coming up in soccer. He'll give you his best bets. We'll talk about the uh, relegation battle at that time with him as well. Jonathan Von Tobel, 90 minutes from now, v Sin, Senior NBA Analyst. And uh, Mike Palm's going to be in studio today as well. Thursday's with the Maestro. He is the VP of uh, Circa Resort and Casino, where we broadcast from every single day. Perfectly sane night again last night in the NBA. Noth- nothing to see here oh. in that league. We'll begin with the, the game that took place late last night in Los Angeles. I can't believe the line movement on this game for a bunch of reasons, Paulie. And we've said this, I, I, don't, I couldn't even tell you how many times, going back over the years. A lot more, I think, maybe in the football season. But it, it certainly holds true for any other sport. Like it, in, in your head, just because if a team needs to win a game, it doesn't mean they're going to win. It certainly doesn't mean that they're going to cover. And that number in the Lakers-Clippers game was moving like a freight train last night. Clippers from a five-point favorite to a two-point dog once we found out that LeBron and Anthony Davis were actually going to play. Because there was a stretch there where they were questionable and we the line never moved for a couple of hours. Then they're going to play, yeah. and all of a sudden it just skyrockets towards the Lakers. Do, do, do people realize how bad of a schedule spot that was for the Lakers last night? Yeah. It was awful! Yeah,
6: you said it before the show. You compared it to what happened with uh, the Milwaukee-Boston situation. Yeah. I forgot that the Clippers were off since Saturday. I liked them anyways because of the anti laker standpoint. With what It's the biggest game of the season, and it might have been the biggest Laker-Clipper game. And and that's what you do with the schedule? The Lakers are on a four-game road trip, and you, you schedule them on a back-to-back after they play Utah, and the Clippers are sitting around since Saturday? Yeah. And it's and the that, biggest game of the
0: season with less than a week left. That's a joke. That was their fourth game in six nights— their third game in four nights. And oh, by the way, because of the snowstorm in Minneapolis, didn't they stay over had to stay overnight before they can come get on the move? Yeah. And then again, this that's like the Malinsky special. I know it was technically a Clippers home game. Who cares? It was at the Crypto Center, right? So they were coming back from the road trip as well to play and they just had this overtime game in Utah the other night.
6: Yep. You can't do that. Oh god, it's a terrible job. You can't have you can't give a team a schedule loss with less than a week left. That's a joke. I would agree. And uh, then you
0: saw it last you know, night, by the way, LeBron and AD combined uh, for fewer than 10 points in the first half.
6: Yeah, they came out flat and the Clippers were knocking everything down. So uh, credit to them. They're going to probably get the five seed now. The other, LeBron said it afterwards. It was a scheduled game. It was too much for us to overcome. And now uh, the best case is probably it would be the six, I guess, for the Lakers. They have the tiebreaker over Golden State, but Golden State plays sack and Portland So it looks like the Lakers uh, are not only in the playing; could be the seven, and I think they're probably going to draw Minnesota, which win, and then you're in and you take on Memphis, but uh, that's tough considering what was on the line. But now now the Clippers, certainly you're probably the five, and you're going to get Kevin Durant in the first round. Yeah, that's the way
0: it's looking as of right now. I think that probably holds true. Like if I had to bet right now who's going to be in the four or five matchup, I would bet it's going to be those two teams. But that was only one of the games last night. Yep. How about the uh, the wackiness and how absolutely back and forth that Grizzlies-Pelicans game ended up to be? I mean, you're talking about the Grizzlies on the road, back-to-back for them, pounding the Pelicans last night in the first half, getting whatever they wanted, and not with a full roster, by the way. And it was looking too easy. And then all of a sudden, here comes this monster... Come back from the Pelicans. What happened at the end of regulation, Paulie yep. was wild how they almost blew it. It goes to overtime. Oh, by the way, they were bet up to six and a half during the day. They won by seven in overtime. Tough beat. Great game. Game of the
6: year. Unbelievable fourth quarter, as you mentioned. New Orleans in a game they have to have down 17 at halftime. It was too easy. Every time Bain or anyone w- went to the basket, it was uh, easy money. And then they they hit them with the big run in the fourth quarter. Murphy hit three straight threes. Uh... I mean, look, Herb Jones had 35, McCollum had 31, Murphy had 30, and Ingram had 24. Incredible. And then they come all the way back, and they're up six with 10 seconds, and it goes to overtime. Yeah. Because, again, a team intentionally misses a free throw, and a team falls asleep, but there was a ridiculous call on Ingram. They're up two with the ball. They call the foul on Ingram, which it was a flop in acting by Memphis, and they rewarded it. But then... Um, You 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 call the foul on Nance. Jackson makes his free throws, which you don't want overtime if you have Memphis. And then the Pelicans win by seven in overtime as Murphy hits a couple threes to start the OT session, uh, and they get the win in the cover. And they have the
0: big game Sunday at Minnesota. Yeah, but by the way, that strategy last night. I think we're probably going to get some uh, resistance from uh, the old school folks today. That that's why you never follow when you're up three. That's what they did, and the way it played out was Bane went to the free throw line, like you said. He misses the second one, and then, you know, they eventually get the rebound, and then Nance follows Jackson. Yeah. I mean, I'd just get the rebound. Box out. Put your body on a man and get that rebound, and the game's over with. I am—I hope that we don't hear that anywhere today, but I'm guessing that we will because uh, I am pretty much pro-follow-up three in that situation almost every single no, time. No, the stars have to align. Of I mean, course they I that was do. just
6: uh, do your job. You and, thought that was— was some... a bad call, though, too. Nance has a right to play defense. Jackson initiates the contact— yeah. And, and comes into him, and they call the foul. But, uh, and that, but it's just a wild second half and
0: fourth quarter. So that game, again, was being played at the same time with this two-seed potentially up in the air yet, right? And, I mean, the Kings probably went into a halftime, and they saw, wait a second, the Grizzlies are up by how many points? What are we going to do in the second half? The Kings were up big themselves on the road against Dallas. I thought the second half of that game was unreal. The shot-making and uh, the offensive production by both sides, again, some people might say lack of defense, but... I thought the shot making was exceptional. And uh, the Mavericks came roaring back in that third quarter to take the lead. Kyrie was insane in the fourth quarter. I think he had 19 points. He couldn't miss. Um, So that combination came back to get the win. But that was the way it worked out with with that Grizzlies loss. If the Kings win the game, Paul, that two seed is actually doable for them.
6: Yep. Good for them. They went for it. And uh, they also blew a big halftime lead. But credit Dallas, uh, and especially Kyrie for going off in the fourth quarter. No hyperbole might have been the worst beat of all time. Did you see how the game ended? Would have been. For whatever reason, they're just gonna dribble the clock out. The Mavs are up four. Luca, three, two, one, and then he shot it. From full court, he made it. It would have caught I don't know why he shot the ball, is but that he right? made no, it.
0: I t- turned the game off. He, he made it
6: it was over. So he just, if he shoots that wow. if he shoots that two tenths of a second earlier They're up four with the ball. The Kings aren't fouling. He shot the ball near his own basket,
0: and he made it. Yeah, we had a big back and forth on the show. We were playing both sides of it yesterday on the air trying to discuss what the Kings are going to do. In my case, my point was, well, what we didn't know. I mean, again, we're on the air 12 hours before tip. Like, do we know for sure the Kings are going to start their guys after clinching the Pacific? Like, we didn't. It was up in the air at that point. But again, another spot where people were betting the Mavericks – based on that team needing to win the game, they went from three and a half on the overnight to six and a half. Yep. And they were, I mean, imagine if they do cover that. They were never covering the entire game. No. no. The Kings are clearly the right side.
6: Can't trust these teams with the, with the how, how bad they are defensively, too. I mean, just that that's with the Pelicans, and they were run out by the Kings the other night and down 17 against Memphis. Right. Uh, that can't happen. But how about the movement in the Toronto game? You know, the Raptors went off the favorite, too. That was a 7-8 point move in that game in the yeah. Celtics' one. So, we know the top five seeds in the East. The Nets' magic number is one to get the six and stay out of the play-in. Likewise, for the Heat to win the division uh, and get the seven. I think the Bulls are locked into the 10 now. So, uh, a lot of this is uh, coming into form and shape here. Denver is now the one in the West with the Memphis loss. And it's right still, even though Dallas won, it's right there for OKC. Marketing's out tonight.
0: Clarkson's out. OKC wins their next two games there in the play-in. Dallas goes home. It is amazing over the last, I don't know, I'm going to say like six weeks, maybe a little bit more than that, the closing line value in this sport and how little it's really meant in most of these games. Like in that Lakers game last night, if you were grabbing, if you grab five, I mean, five was available. Clippers were laying that many points for a little while yesterday. If you grab the Lakers plus the five, they go off a two-point favorite. Nope, sorry. They lost by seven points. No good. I mean, you mentioned the Raptors game, how much movement there was there. If you didn't grab the Ma- uh, the Mavericks minus three and a half right away on the overnight, you're a loser. Yeah. I mean, I it's just...
6: It's all, you also have to take a look at these overs in a lot of these games, especially these games that are now deemed uh, meaningless. It, they're yeah. AAU games. These oh, guys are just yeah. going out for exercise and run. It's. The, the,
0: every Pacers game is going to the moon. Yes. Right. Knicks had several guys
6: out. Look oh at yeah! That, look at that score. Yeah. Look at the. You thought that'd be high scoring, but even though all these guys are out for Washington, look at the Atlanta-Washington game, and look at look at Washington-Milwaukee, uh, the night before. The night before that, yeah. I mean, it's just let's go. Let's get our numbers and a couple
0: games left, and let's one, two, three, cool Does that get tighter during the playoffs? You think? Like if we see these matchups that in the regular season are going to be two forty-five, and they post that in the playoffs, do we get a little bit tighter? Because it's actually going to be. What's well, supposed to slow down? That's, that's the thing, but
6: right? That's right. But uh, not with my money. You know, good luck. Huh. I mean, if Phoenix plays Golden State in the first round, you want under 230, 225? Oh, no, 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 no. But no I want way. under
0: I want under something 240. Okay. Like if the the Kings, whoever they play, their their totals are in the 240s all right. the time. Right, right. First time in the postseason in, right. oh my God, in a decade, two decades?
6: Well, I can say the same thing about Atlanta. Rest assured, they're playing... I don't think they make it. Well, maybe they do. But with the playing though, that they're in the play-in, they're, those will be 240, oh, no, 235. No, no so doubt. I think they're yep. going to
0: have to, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's it's funny how that actually could change, though. Because, uh, again, they're going to be a little bit tighter, you would think. It's going to finally mean more. This regular season is going to be behind all those teams. So that'll be uh, interesting to track, no doubt about it. It's Follow the Money here on v the Sports Betting Network. So a wild night last night in the association. Um, we still have, like you know a a decent card on the board tonight we'll run that down coming up in a little bit it is the opening day of the masters as well and uh four games in baseball postponed already today because of the weather well it's early it's april so that's what happens up next more of last night's betting action a full rundown with win some lose some and uh, a team that we already mentioned they've lost 20 out of their last 21 games and not many people are talking about it details coming up next
2: Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.
7: Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar.
2: It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson.
7: In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: This
6: is Follow the Money on v VSIN Pro subscriber today, get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Unlimited access to the picks page, sort by sport, matchup, event date, and more. And for betting splits, power ratings, 24-7 video access, all that's yours for $9.99. slash subscribe.
0: All right, here we go. Our good buddy from across the pond, Nigel Seely joins the program now. Follow him on Twitter. He is at Seeley underscore Nigel. Terrific on tennis and uh, in the world of soccer. Hey, mate, good morning. It's uh, always great to talk to you. I want to get your approach to handicapping and betting games when a club, you know, fires their manager, or as you call it, sacks their manager. And we've had two examples of that recently here. Now in uh, the, the league that you follow, maybe closer than anything else. So what do you typically do? Leicester City, one of them. I know they played since then and also Chelsea.
8: Good morning to you guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting one. It's one of the most commonly asked questions. What do you do when a, when a team sack their manager? And the public perception is that you want to bet them. So if you look, you know, people want to bet the team because they expect the reaction. It doesn't really Come out that way i mean there was two teams this week in the premier league who sat their manager chelsea and leicester leicester were at home to aston villa leicester lost and uh and chelsea were against liverpool and it was a nil-nil draw so neither of them failed to win uh, they both they, they both didn't win the match so you lost your money if you bet that team for a reaction i think it's more of a case when somebody's put in permanently so when a manager comes in and they give the guy a new job and they say right he's in it for the. and we also had crystal palace at the weekend as well they had the new manager as well but they won I think it's Mm. more important for a a team that give a permanent manager job. When the permanent manager comes in, he sends to get a reaction. But when they give these sort of stop gaps and these caretaker roles for these managers who who are in place for six or seven games waiting for the new guy to come in, it doesn't really have the effect that you would expect. So at the moment, Chelsea have just appointed Frank Lampard back as their manager until the end of the season. Um, I think they may have a little bit of a response because he's a club legend. Um, but for Crystal Palace, they've got a new manager, Roy Hodgson, but uh, for Leicester, they're, they're struggling at the moment. They, have their, they, have, they don't have a manager, they don't have any uh, any motivation and, and it looks as though they're waiting for the right man to come. So until they get that right man in and the players know they've got to play for that right man, you might see the reaction when they make an, a permanent appointment. But with these caretaker roles, I don't really, I don't, I don't like the market support for the team without the manager. You're a bad team for a reason because you've been bad over, over 35 games. Uh, some guy coming in on a, on a part-time basis isn't going to turn that around. So yeah. I, I, I always like to swim against the tide in betting trends. I, I never like to be with the crowd. And um, I want to be against teams with, with, with managers who are on a caretaker basis. All right, good breakdown.
6: Mm-hmm. Not to mention the timing. I mean, there's only seven, eight matches left and there's two months left uh, in the season. How about the relegation battle? Seven teams within five points at the bottom of the table.
8: Uh, Who do you think is going to be relegated here? Well, it's, it's an insane, I've never seen anything like it in the Premier League, you know, since we formed the Premier League, what, 25 years ago. Um, I think this race is going to go all the way down to the wire and teams are going to go. And, and the nature of it is you can be in the bottom three, win a game and be 12th in the Premier League. I mean, that is just unheard of what they have here. Um, Unlike any Premier League I've ever seen as well, there's there's hardly any teams with nothing to play for. Usually at this time of the season, there are teams that say, OK, right, we got, we're have got we just down tools. We're, we're safe. We're not going to get relegated. And, be, and then all the teams at the top of the table will want to play those sides with nothing to play for. Currently in the Premier League, I think there's only one team I would say that's got absolutely nothing to play for, and that's Fulham. Everyone else has got a battle for European places, a battle mm-hmm. for the title, a battle for top four, and nine teams are involved in a relegation battle. One thing I've always said in the re- in, in the, the bottom of the table, you need very good home form and you need to be able to score goals. And at the moment, Southampton haven't got either of those, so they're a very, very heavy favourite to get relegated, and I think rightly so. I still believe Bournemouth are probably the worst squad in the Premier League. And I think it's eight or nine games. If they get any injuries to two or three players, I think they're going to be involved as well. But teams like West Ham, I mean, the performance last night from West Ham was absolutely dreadful. They lost 5-1 at home to Newcastle. And that was an awful performance. Followed by, that prior to that, they won 1-0 against Southampton, where they were much the second best in that game. I think West Ham at 5-1 to could, could represent a little bit of value. Because if you look at their remaining fixtures... They've got six on the road out of ten, and their road form—they haven't won a road game since August—and it goes back to my psyche. You just don't just because a new guy comes in, he's a manager, doesn't make you a good team after 38 matches. If you look at the trends of, of of football matches, you need to you need to have made your move now in the manager market. With 10 games to go, eight games to go. It's very hard to get a lot out of a side that's absolutely exhausted after a long, hard season. So on, on the prices now, West Ham, I've personally bet Crystal Palace, but last week's result didn't help me. Mm. And I've personally bet Bournemouth at the start of the season to be relegated. I still think Bournemouth will cash. I think Southampton are gone. But at the prices, I think West Ham at five to one are a club in absolute turmoil at the moment, both on and off the pitch. And I think that five to one, they could be the bet now. But the nature of this market, we can have this conversation next week and we can throw two other teams in into the mix as yeah. well. yeah. Great breakdown. You're right. Leicester City's at the se- second-worst club right now. If they
6: win, they would jump to 12th, uh, t- uh, excuse me, 14th uh, with a win. Yeah. Uh, you took a bad beat, as you mentioned. Palace came from behind to win. There was an own goal there. But you want to oppose Palace on Sunday against Leeds?
8: Yeah, I mean I was at the Leeds Arsenal game last week and I was very fortunate to, to be sitting in the uh, the director's box at the Emirates and I was with the Leeds <laughs> owners and, and, and the chairman and, and Leeds didn't play a, Leeds didn't play a striker in that game. They they went there with not without one striker. And I spoke to the guy, the director of football at Leeds, and he said the priority was to win our next two games. They didn't want to get anybody injured for the Arsenal game. So they basically gave up on the Arsenal match. We went there, got beat four one. But before the goal that uh, Arsenal scored, Leeds were much the better side. They created two or three really Really good chances. They created chances in the second half as well. But Arsenal got a penalty late on in the first half and scored within a minute of the second half. And the game was over. But Lisa prioritised these two home matches. They prioritised the game in midweek against Nottingham Forest, which they won 2-1 with a very, very good performance. And they prioritised this game. And they believe they can get six points from this they've got a great chance of staying up so Leeds will be the crowd the Leeds have been in a good little bit of form as well at home they're unbeaten in their last eight sorry they've only lost two in the last eight in the Premier League but they, at home but those two matches were against Manchester City and Manchester United against teams in or around them in the bottom of the table they've played five teams at home they've won four against relegation contenders and the other one was a draw and that's what you've got to do now it's a mini league between those bottom nine teams don't worry about the matches against Arsenal don't worry about the matches against Manchester City win those games in and around the team with with you and that is what Leeds are prioritized here and i think they'll be too strong for crystal palace crystal palace got a good win last week they turned their form book on their head they had 31 shots in that game and this was a crystal palace site that hadn't had a shot on target in the last two matches and had 31 shots and nine on target in one game but that was at home we know selhurst park can be an intimidating place to go on the road they're not so good mm. they've only won two all season and i think going to leeds ellen road will be rocking Uh, and it's a big game on Sunday, and I expect Leeds to win that. Priority is to win it, and I think they will win it. Three minutes left. How about Saturday?
6: Aston Villa against Nottingham Forest. Forest has a tough uh, schedule the rest of the way. And how about the big one Sunday? Liverpool at home to Arsenal.
8: Well, there's a few big games. Manchester United, Everton is the game. It's the early kickoff. I think Unders there is a decent bet. Man, United don't score many goals. Aston Villa and London Forest. Aston Villa have done absolutely amazing under their new manager, Unai Emery, who was the manager at Arsenal. He was sacked from Arsenal. felt he was very unfairly sacked. He's come to Aston Villa. He's turned their fortunes around. My biggest future of the season was Aston Villa to finish in the top half of the table. I give up on it. I just thought like there's no way he was going to win it. He's come in. They've scored in every single wow. game. They're unbeaten in their last six. One five, drawn one. Scoring goals in a, in Ollie Watkins, their striker. They've got a guy who's on the the verge of being in England side. Very, very good goal, goal scorer. Look for him to score any time. Nottingham Forest, on the other hand, are in a bit of problems. Uh, they, they look like was going to be safe. They've been sucked right back into the relegation battle, mainly because of their road form. They've only won one match at home, away from home in 14 matches in the Premier League, and they've only scored five goals in 14 matches on the road. Conceded 34, so they concede two and a half on average a game, and uh, they only score five goals in 14 matches. So if, if Villa score, they're essentially going to win this match because po- 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 of the Forest don't have any goal threat on the road. So instead of taking the minus... The sort of minus 185 or something like that for, for Aston Villa to win it. I think Aston Villa minus one on the Asian handicap, which is evens, just a little bit bigger than evens. And it's a push if Aston Villa win by one. So I think that's a better way to play. So I like Aston Villa against Nottingham Forest side that cannot score goals and are dreadful on the road. And with regards to the big one, Arsenal against Liverpool, this is this is huge for Arsenal fans. Uh, year Down the years and years and years, Arsenal have had a really, really big problem going to Liverpool. Liverpool and Jurgen Klopp have always caused Arsenal problems. They've got a brilliant head-to-head, against 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 them in this fixture, and and at the Emirates as well, Liverpool have gone to Arsenal one many times. They're a real bogey side for Arsenal. If Arsenal win this game, Arsenal will win the Premier League title. That's how important it is for Mm. them. But this is a potential slip-up. But what a time to play Liverpool! Absolutely in disarray not playing at all well, nil-nil draw against uh, Chelsea in midweek. The big thing for Arsenal, the big thing for Liverpool, though, is they rested Salah, they rested Van Dijk, they rested all their big players against Chelsea. They'll all be back here. Uh, There's no love lost between Jurgen Klopp, the manager of Liverpool, and Mikel Arteta, the manager of Arsenal. If you think Arsenal, uh, Liverpool, will lay down for this one, you've got another thing coming. I think look for props. I think this will be a fiery encounter. I think over in the bookings, over on the cards, potentially a red card, but for Arsenal, this is it. This is the season for them. They have to win this. If they win this, they're going to be Premier League champions.
0: Mate, wow. you're the best. We'll try to talk to you next Tuesday when you're in Monaco, okay? Cheers, no problem. Be good. No problem. Follow him on Twitter. He, I, when I grow up, I want to be Nigel yeah. Sealy. Dubai, Monaco, sitting in the owner's box at the Arsenal in- match. Incredible. The odds on the number of quarterbacks drafted in the first round shifted in a surprising way.
6: is follow the money on v Welcome back. Get everything you need to bet on baseball with 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, advice, data, strategy, only $9.99 and it's still your last chance to get the Masters betting guide. Wes Reynolds, phenomenal job. Breakdown of every golfer in the field. Future bets and matchups. Full access to v through the NFL Draft for $9.99. V-SAN.com. Slash subscribe,
0: and Veasan's very own senior NBA betting analyst Jonathan Von Tobel joins the program now. JVT, it's good to talk to you. I know it's bright and early here this morning, and we were talking about the entire NBA card in the previous segment. The unknowns tonight—I mean, guys who are out, questionable, probable—don't know the status yet. This cannot be. You write a daily article as well on the website, vison.com I mean, coming up with like betting angles and what should the point spread actually be? This has got to be a d- degree of difficulty, like a 9.7 out of 10 today, is it not?
4: Yeah, yeah. And and look, uh, I'm not shy about it. You know, When you're talking about writing the article, uh, you got to be pretty honest, which is you don't know motivation. You don't know what's going to happen. And even in certain games where you think you can gauge it, you don't know what's going to happen with certain rotations down the stretch of games, right? You know, like I was on, the uh, league pass for Kings and Mavericks last night. And one of the things that we kept talking about throughout the game was like, Hey, you know, maybe at some point the Kings are going to pull guys here in the fourth quarter. (laughs) They're not really going to care. Now, ultimately they didn't, and they still ended up losing, losing the game, but they covered, they covered a six point spread. So yeah, it's pretty difficult, Mitch, but I would say this, like generally what I try to do is cut down unit sizes. Like if you're not, you know, whatever you're betting, I would cut it in half. And the other part too, from a betting angle perspective the market tends to overvalue teams that need to win oh, boy. right so let's yes. mm-hmm. let's take oklahoma city for example today they're a six and a half point favor on the road against utah i don't think that number should be that high if i think that number should be a little bit closer about three and a half but because the market thinks that OKC, who, as we were talking about, right, essentially needs to win out because the Mavericks pushed them, well, they they got to win. So, of course, they're going to be more motivated. So, of course, this thing should be a little bit higher. And, and we've got tons of examples of it over the recent days. The Mavericks yesterday lay in six and a half points to the Sacramento Kings. That would never be that number if both things were equal from a motivation standpoint. How about the Kings the night before, where they're playing the Pelicans? Pelicans have to win to just kind of maintain that 7-8 seed in this Western Conference. They close as four and a half point favorites, which would tell us the pelicans are better on a neutral we know that's not the case and the pelicans lose that game outright 120 to 108 i think was the final score something like that so i think there's a lot of examples of teams who are very motivated but the market overvalues that and i think that's an angle that you as a better can kind of take advantage of down the stretch
6: okc's magic numbers two. you have a 10 to 1 ticket to participate in the play-in are you gonna let it go what do you what do you think
4: yeah, because it's not like a, a life changing amount of money, Paul. You know what I mean? Okay. So, like, I, I think you am just going to let this thing ride out. I, I have some confidence in them. And while Dallas looked relatively good yesterday, it, it was pretty back and forth. And remember, they were down big in that second quarter. They were getting smoked for a while. It looked like maybe things were going to get ugly again. So, I, I'll let it ride. Like, I don't think there's anything crazy. If it was, you know, worth hundreds of thousands of dollars, I'd probably be doing something. But uh, it's for, as, you know, we call it, pizza money. So, I'll let this thing ride. And I also still have confidence that OKC is going to be able to pull this thing out.
6: Yeah. I hope you're right. And uh, they'll have their hands full, though, Sunday against Memphis, even if they don't play people. You saw what happened last night as well. Uh, too, uh, they,
4: uh, chance really the, quick, did yeah. you see the way that game went to overtime?
6: The the Memphis? Mem, uh, yeah. Yo, it's crazy. Watching the whole thing was nuts. <laughs> they, would they give up? Did they give them six points or whatever? Six or points. And, five cents? and Memphis didn't have a timeout? <laughs> That's right, the
0: other thing—the uh, the, the, advanced the ball garbage rule that they made up—and then Grizzlies couldn't cover in overtime, of course. Yes,
4: right. Right, then of course the Pelicans immediately go on like an eight nothing run yeah. to start overtime. Yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. Chance they meet in the first round, uh, Phoenix and Golden State. But I want your thoughts on both teams. Are you buying this? Golden State will just flip the switch when it's playoff time, and Wiggins is coming back. And and what do you think of Phoenix, the favorites to win the West? And if they can figure out the chemistry and no time together with the Durant injury. And since they acquired him,
4: Yeah. Like when it comes to golden state, I think you hit on the key one, right? I don't know if it's flipping the switch so much as it is getting Andrew Wiggins back. Like, that's a really important piece for them. They're starting five, so it's Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, and Kevon Looney. It's got a plus 22.1 net rating. They're freaking phenomenal when they're out there on the floor. It was in double digits last year in the postseason as well. Like That's, that's a, a lineup that can be extremely deadly when they're all playing together. And then, of course, it just makes you a little bit deeper, right? So I think that's really going to help them in that regard. And so maybe that helps them theoretically, as you're talking about, right, kind of flip the switch. I think one of the things that kind of worries you, right? And we talk so much about their road struggles and this is where Andrew Wiggins helps because you have to look at why they struggle on the road. They have the third worst road defensive rating in the NBA. Uh It's only, I think the, the Rockets and the Spurs who are worse than them. They foul a lot on the road. Uh, They have, I think the worst opponent free throw rate away from home. Andrew Wiggins is going to help that as well because he's not really, you know, he's a good defender. He's not going to foul a bunch. So I think Wiggins does help them out with a lot of their issues. And I do think Paul, they're actually kind of uniquely equipped to, to handle the Phoenix Suns, right? Like, they can put a Draymond Green on Kevin Durant. They, they can handle uh, Devin Booker with a Clay Thompson. Like, I think it would be a really unique matchup for them to handle the Golden State Warriors against the Phoenix Suns. And As far as Phoenix is concerned, like, uh, the numbers are eye-popping, and it's great, but one, it's over a very small sample size, um, and two, it's not over the course of a best-of-seven series where an opponent gets a chance to adjust and, and do what they want to do with them. You know, one of the game plans we kind of saw early before Kevin Durant got hurt was that t- teams were like, you know what? We're just going to guard you man up because if you and Devin Booker combined for like a hundred points, well then I guess we're going to lose because we're just not going to let anybody else beat you. And I, and I wonder how teams are going to handle them defensively or it's one of those old school LeBron things, right? Let LeBron get his, but don't let anybody else get anything. And I think that's what you're kind of going to see here from a defensive standpoint. But I, I think for the most part, my questions for Phoenix are continuity and we have to ask about health. Kevin Durant is injury prone. Will he be able to maintain his health throughout the course of multiple best of seven series? Because we have seen that he's not able to. But I will say that I hope we get that series because it's going to be freaking awesome. No, no And kidding, I will yeah. watch every second of it.
0: Yep. Follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Jonathan Von Toba our guest, NBA senior analyst uh, here on the network. There is a uh, series price up in this uh, four or five in the Eastern Conference between the Cavaliers and the yeah. Knicks. It's available to bet on right now. At DraftKings, uh, Cavaliers minus 185, Knicks plus 150. I know which way I would like to bet this. What do you think of those numbers?
4: Yeah, I, I think initially at first glance, it seems pretty high, right? Because when you're looking at this from the perspective of the way this series went uh, in the regular season, right, Cleveland had some trouble with the, with the New York Knicks on a game-to-game basis. Uh, and I, I think that's going to be something interesting because from a matchup standpoint, I think the Knicks actually... Would give them some problems. One of the issues I think with Cleveland is that they're so much small along the wing, right? Like Isaac Okoro is their best wing defender mm-hmm. and he gives up a lot of size. And Cleveland did go one and three straight up against New York. And I think some of those matchups really played out. And Cleveland's way deeper. Like their bench is so much better than the Cleveland Cavaliers. And that's really going to work out. And that's what played out in that series throughout the regular season. I think the noise comes from is what is Julius Randle's status, right? Because if Randall's not going to be available at the start of the series and he's going to get evaluated, I think, like a day or two before the playoffs begin, he was on, I don't know if you guys saw him the other day on the bench, but he was still in a walking boot. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's going to be, I think, what creates so much noise around here. But I got to tell you, Mitch, like if you're going to tell me Randall's out there, I, I don't know if you're taking the Knicks to win the series, but I think you're definitely taking them like plus one and a half games in the series. Uh, I think it's going to be a really, really tight contest between these two over the course of seven games.
0: Yeah, that's based on his availability for sure. I mean, we had right. Brian Mahoney on last week who covers the Knicks in the NBA. He lives right there, uh, and he said, Do they have no chance? I mean, now he's not, you know, he doesn't do what we do every single day, but he's just like, That's how important Randall would be to the series.
4: Yeah, I, I don't I don't know if I would say there's no chance. I mean, cuz the thing too is is like like his size provides a lot, right? In terms of rebounding, in terms of a scoring mismatch when if we're talking about who's going to defend him. But I don't know if they would say no chance, because remember, uh, Jalen Brunson did just face Donovan Mitchell in the playoffs in the Utah Jazz, right? And He absolutely smoked Donovan Mitchell. He was way better than what Mitchell was on that floor. And that's a matchup they could exploit in a really big way. And again, you have a manual quickly, you have a bench that's a little bit better. I, I'd push back on no chance without well, Julius yeah. Randle.
0: Well, C- Clearly they have better than a 0% chance to win the series Yeah, without Julius Randle, you know? I mean, do you have, at this point then, again, it's, do you have a best bet for tonight?
4: Uh, no, not yet. I was looking yeah. around to see, and we want to see what the injury report's going to be. Cause like you if you look at everything, pretty much, there's, a, there's a lot of noise when it comes to what we're looking at. I think the one thing that you want to kind of look at though, uh, Portland, San Antonio. So one of the angles that I have taken here down the stretch guys has been eliminated teams playing against one another and playing them over the total. Um, because those games have actually been pretty high scoring. And if you look at it, the last three instances in which this has happened, Uh, All three have gone over the total. It was a a Friday night last weekend. They had two of them. I think it was Detroit and Houston and then Washington and Orlando. Uh, Then we've had a Washington and the Pistons the other day, or excuse me, Orlando and the Pistons the other day. That thing went over. So you got a total of 230 between two teams. You know, it takes an AAU field. They get up and down the floor. They just want to go out there, play hoops and get out. Those uh, Those games tend to get a little bit quicker as well. So I would look at that thing going over the total.
0: Very cool. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at me, JVT. V. very own senior NBA betting analyst. Thanks for the time early today, bud. We appreciate it. Enjoy the games tonight. Yeah.
4: Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate
0: yeah. it. There you go. I heard both of you say you watched the
6: Kings game. Is that true? I'm blacked out. You're blacked out of the Kings. I cannot watch Sacramento games with the
0: pass. No, I, get the, I, I get the Kings. Unbelievable. I'm right by you. You know <laughs> get, you know, what game was blacked out for me last night? The Laker game. Oh yeah, and you had to put on the what well, we put yeah, on. You got to be on Spectrum, yeah. You put on the Lakers on Spectrum. It's the only way you can get it. The yep. Laker Network. Yeah, right. ESPN. You couldn't watch it. Up next, we'll do some uh, Major League Baseball. I think they're getting rocked again today. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeart Media does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com.
1: When you drive a vehicle so reliable, it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty. You stop thinking about what you can't do.
7: I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math and Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone, The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters
4: didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful
7: Apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast. You always
4: follow the, follow the money. That's what
0: I always say. You Always follow
5: yeah, the
4: money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Paulie Howard on Vsin.
0: Hey, hey, it's good to have you on board. This is Follow the Money on Vsin, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard here on the opening day of the Masters. It's also Thursdays with the Maestro as Mike Palm is the VP of the Circa Resort and Casino along with the Golden Gate and the D in downtown Las Vegas. Good morning, Maestro. How are you? Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Paul. Hey, Happy Mike. Holy Thursday
5: to you. Oh, yeah. Good morning, Jerusalem, Rhode Island and our loyal oh. family watching on Nesson, Zion, Illinois, Peekaboo, Marquis. We see you Jericho Beach. Uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, everybody watching on Roger Sportsnet, O oh, Canada, uh, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, AT&T <laughs> Network, and Caramel by the Sea, Sunrise Over Spectrum. We say good morning. How much yes. time?
0: How much time did you put into that? 45 minutes.
5: It's, tough. <laughs> it's tough. Tough. The biblical names are really centered on the East. It's hard to, it's hard to go Midwest, California, and Canada. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Tons of them in the East. It's all about the Lord. Now have a chocolate bunny. The Quakers, the the Quakers (laughs) did it up with the town names.
0: Good job. Okay. So we were talking about this in the previous segment. You guys do a tremendous job here at Circa with the Gulf and specifically with the masters. I can't even imagine what the handle was like here. And the odds that you're, I mean, I wanted to bet like 25 guys. I mean, that's how good the, the odds, I mean, they, they all pop. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh my God. So anyway, what would you compare the handle at, at circa you're in three States, but is it comparable to a, an NFL playoff? It blows away the final four, I'm guessing. Oh yes. Oh yeah.
5: Yes. Um, We'll see because we're only like halfway through it though. Right. But probably when all's said and done, it's about a half of an NFL Sunday what we'll do on the masters oh, about okay. a half of an nfl
0: a half sunday. of a full
5: nfl sunday wow right. okay it's 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 seven figures um and uh just to get to the to when we tee off today and then we want to double that from this point as well right so we're sort of at the halfway point even though we've been booking yeah. it for months and jeff davis oh. let's tip our cap to jeff davis he used to came on your show at one time as well uh, just really, really good on the golf and, uh, and the hockey as well. And a very valuable member of our team. And he's, this is his baby. Uh, the golf. I mean, we're at 12% hold right now, Mitch. Yeah. That's what we got down to at tee off today. Yep. The,
0: the
6: expanded I, menu. Uh, and also the jo- the, the tiger prop has mm-hmm. been enormous. The huge bets. Yes. No. will you make the six cut? figure bets the, and, the, and yep. the price is just mm-hmm. fluctuating 50, 60 cents yep. on that prop. Yep. Here's I the guys
5: we don't want to win right now. You, okay. want, oh, you want this yeah, yeah. list of the the, the half-million-dollar losers for us? Cam Smith, number one. He turned into wow. a loser. Huge loser for us. And what,
0: you, so you guys took a ton of handle yesterday
5: then. Colin Morikawa, Shane Lowry, Adam Scott, Dustin Johnson, Brian Harmon, Minwoo Lee, JT Poston, Kurt Kityama, and Billy Horschel are our worst 10 results. All of a sudden, right Billy Horschel now. now. Yeah.
0: hmm Oh, it's a ridiculous well, it doesn't response. take much time. No, else. Yeah. No, no, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the thing. Jeff Davis came on. <laughs> was he on Tuesday? I believe so. So two days ago, <laughs> and he goes, "Guys, it's like people don't even know the live golfers are in the event." He goes, "We can't sniff a bet on Cam Smith."
5: <laughs> yeah. Now he's now he's the biggest liability. Well, oh, that flipped on, huh? It's funny. Yeah, You yeah. 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 got the DJ we, on there too. Hmm. Do you know what he closed well, at? What was I, I the don't. highest number on Cam? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I think I, thought, I saw. I could tell you the blended number probably, but keep You don't have to
6: worry about Adam Scott.
5: I'll tell you that. No, um, cross them out. We're cross okay them out. Well, Paul out says, the says you're going to be okay. World, so. yeah. Well, that sure. makes me feel good. <laughs> Get out of here. It, bet all you want on the Vikings <laughs> <Get at> Soldier <laughs> Field. Okay. Very good. How, Very so good. How, how
0: do you guys operate? How do you guys operate with all the in-play stuff then and updated numbers after a round is done?
5: Yeah, and the round is done. Of course, we keep all the matchups until the first one tees off. Uh, and then everybody's odds are live uh, until until they tee off for that day. And then tra- probably within the, the an hour of the end of the round, Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get the matchups for the next day as well. You could have bet the first round matchup today or full tournament matchups, right? And then we'll sure. have second round tomorrow. Updated odds for the full tournament and matchups still for the full tournament.
6: You know what? Uh, DraftKings does this and also William Hill and Caesars. You know, I ask, you shall receive, throw mm-hmm. stuff in, yeah. put props up. And uh, you guys, uh, what you did last year was great. Because there was a was it John Daly against Tiger. There was something with that prop once we got into... Friday or Saturday, and they put that up, yeah, too. Yeah, Which is so that was, you know, if people want it, people demand it with the creativity. That was a good job that Circa put up last year, but that's also a good job by books to just say, you know, let the public dictate some of the crazy stuff you can see up here and you want to bet on it.
0: I totally forgot about that because didn't Daily get off to a decent they start? Was. Yes. Yeah, and they're like, yeah. oh my God, what is this? Sure. I think the
5: blended average on Smith had to be around 30 to 1. Oh, okay. Because uh, that's the total pot. So when the bets were made could be mm. different, you know, but that's the blended okay. rate.
0: You're very good at this specific question. Where does the Masters rank or where did the Masters rank with you when you were growing up in terms of a sporting event to watch with your dad?
5: You know, it it fell on Easter, you know, like it falls on Easter weekend a lot. So when it did, it's even more special. But the U.S. Open, because it would fall on Father's Day. That's always the big one. Mm It's the big one to watch with my dad and watch the final round. I remember what was it, 83 in in, in San Francisco there where Scott Simpson beat Watson. They were sort of one stroke apart almost the entire round. 82 or 83, so I'd have been like 9 or 10 years old. Mm -hmm. I remember watching that with him. Obviously the baseball uh, and the Cubs all the time. And and he he just loved baseball so much. I mean, he managed fast-pitch softball teams and baseball teams. He would still go even up to the time he died and go up and, and at least twice a week go watch Adult rec or high school baseball games. Mm-hmm. He just he loved the sport so much.
0: World Series, obviously, when World
5: it got Se- to that point. National League Championship Series, a big deal. You know, he, he just Cub games. He thought period. the American League was was yeah. like AAA because of the it. D. Because a- the D- oh, he hated, hated it. He hated the D. He refused to watch. Smart refused man. to watch the American League baseball. At yeah. All. What about you, yeah. Paul? With your dad? Yeah,
6: uh, every Cub game, uh, day baseball. Harry Carey. So your dad was and a Cubs fan as well. Yeah, we used to watch oh. every game together. I know that you did. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and then 1989, how bad that was. Andre Dawson on one leg in 84. So uh, uh, other than that, I mean... Was your dad a hockey guy being from that state of Minnesota? Yeah. He was too. Well, huh? I, yeah, again, but then oh. c- coming to the I, games and then the beer can sliding up with with the red light. I like
0: it occasionally. I'm, I'm leaving you down this road to <laughs> so remind dad. listeners of what it was like <laughs> with your dad. It was so... Well, I,
6: at the time... <laughs> At the time, when you're a kid, you think, my dad's pretty cool. But then when you grow up, it's like, like, I was a buffoon when it turns out. You look at it between the hat and this is my costume and the, the beer can sliding up. He would go out. Oh, I missed your second goal. What happened? I, he was out in the parking lot drinking. So there was just so many moments where you go back and say, this guy really didn't have his act together. Uh, but as far, Your dad
0: was a doctor.
5: I know. Sure. Threw it all away. Blew it. Threw it all away. That's uh, what's nice about where my son plays at the Flamingo uh, Ice right. Center. Sure. The, the bar and restaurant's connected right oh, to it. And right six. there, yeah. And they're Brooksies. <laughs> So you guys, And they're always on that side. His yes. games are always on that side sure. of the ice. So I just get uh-huh. the table right on the window there. Yeah, huh. Because it's cold. It's very cold in yes, there. Yes, right. Uh, I've been there so, been here several times. Yeah, it's great yeah, spot, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. You yeah. Yeah. Have, have a little nosh and a yeah. beer and watch him sure. play. Yeah.
6: <laughs> How do you, if you give him the pat on the back when he does well, do you, my dad would lay into me if I had a bad game. He just you were awful and it's like, I'm like 10 years old playing goal, right? Were really, you really? Oh, you'd yeah. kill me. Lay into me. You were awful. What's wrong with you? That second goal was bleep and all that. Yeah. Was he drunk when he would lay um, into you? Oh, you probably, probably was. Probably was. Is, yeah, yeah. good.
5: Let me get the favor. Well, my son's too young yet to really be yeah. critical.
6: So how old is he? He's seven. Well, so are you going to so. take like bottles? Who says? Out? I mean, that's parents. You're, you're a normal guy. You're a smart guy. But we, we've, we consider and talk about how parents have ruined...
5: Sports oh. and ruin it for their kids because they live through. I know it the, from the officiating side of it. Oh, absolutely, I mean, going, going after the, the officials and fights break out, oh, and these all.
6: kids are 10, 9
5: years old. Are you? Are you going to take a flask of whiskey to your kids' little league game? <laughs> no, absolutely not. No,
0: you won't uh, do that.
5: No, but he comes. So he he scored. I think they've played six games, and they're one four and one. Oh, uh, but this was the first game he didn't have a hat trick this week, right? Wow! But he had five goals in a twenty nine to five loss. And they name an MVP in each team. And he wasn't the MVP. And so he kind of, he's very disappointed. He said, how could I not be the MVP when I scored all the goals? I said, they go by assists. Assists are more important. I'm trying to get into him to pass the puck more because these kids, goals, yeah. goals, 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 goals. Who,
0: who's the, uh, who, who's the, the father of the goalie allowing the, 29
5: the, goals? The coach. <laughs> the coach is the father of the goalie. And of course her mother... Was sitting next to me that day, so you have to be. So you, you can't say crazy. anything. But she's little. She's like five, six years old, and she's tiny. And she likes tries to butterfly every time and go down when they. And she she's late a lot of the time. But they're just little kids. You are
0: know? you are you going to push your son into certain
5: sports? Well, I don't think he'll be big enough to play hockey, although he loves it so much. The little yeah. ni- what the Little Knights did to this de- the Golden Knights did to this desert community. Nah, Good point. It's absolutely incredible, and it happened in Phoenix too when they yeah, got the did. Coyotes. Yeah, this is big, yeah. big in Minnesota.
6: Will you hold him back so he can excel and maybe do better in sports? That's big in Minnesota. You hold the kid back.
5: I was back because I was on a borderline, you know, when my birthday was. It was like September 10 was the cutoff and I was the 20, 24th. And you could have been, you could have went earlier. And my dad said, no, I'd rather have him be the oldest kid in the class yes. than the youngest. And I think that's a good idea. Okay. Not as an academic standpoint as well yeah. as, as athletics.
0: If you could have a say in it, like if your kid would if he's going to grow up to be, like, an awesome athlete, which sport would you prefer? Soccer? Well... Left-handed reliever?
5: I'm partial to baseball, but maybe golf would be it would be a great sport if he could excel at it. He, he, I get him to watch baseball. I think it's a little too slow for him, even with the pitch clock. You know, the attention span. He, mm-hmm. he, he tends to watch basketball. But he loves... Soccer and hockey are his favorite two sports so yeah. far.
0: We've had this discussion before. I mean, the best thing in the world would be... If you're ranked like 50th in the world in golf. Absolutely. Because you're going to you're gonna make, who knows, my God, how many millions of dollars you're going to play the best course in the yep. world, and nobody recognizes you. Yep. That's the life. That's I fell the
5: ultimate off. life.
6: I fell off my chair that show when you told me how much Lee Westwood has made in his life.
0: And, and guys like Zach Johnson. It's like, sure. oh, <laughs> what? Yep. Yeah. How many tens of millions of dollars? Uh-huh. Crazy. Anyway, we'll continue here with uh, the maestro coming up here. Uh, we're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and casino up next um some early season major league baseball observations um as you can tell you love this sport you like to bet it on top of everything else and i'll tell you why i was very impressed with shohei otani's second star you were high on him extremely high before the season started it wasn't going well for him yesterday but i was pleasantly surprised how things changed i'll tell you why coming up here and follow the money it's Vsin and the sports betting network iHeart Media does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at CallShe.com.
1: When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable
2: of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner.